How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, listen, Sibling Rivalry, we, our debut performance at the Castro Theater for Sibling Rivalry Live is happening January 5th. January 5th, we're going to be at the Castro Theater. We've performed, I mean, it, for Sibling Rivalry, yeah, we, we've performed together at the Castro I said Rivalry. the debut of Sibling Rivalry Live is what I said. That, that was like my debut of 57th Street on the north side, on the east block. <laughs> anyway, go to the go to the, oh my God. Go get your tickets to go see us at the you Castro Theater. You can go to seethedragqueen.com and you can find your ticket link there. Go to seethedragqueen.com. But you really should go to monetexchange.com and get the tickets through there. Y'all, Netflix is a joke and me and Monet happen to be absolutely hilarious. Sibling Rivers going around the world. And by around the world, I mean literally San Francisco and LA. So kind of just <laughs> California. <laughs> so if you want to come see us for the Netflix is a joke festival, it's going to be on May 5th, which is my mom's, well, almost my mom's birthday. Come see us and go to monetexchange.com to get tickets. Well, what's your mom's birthday? May 9th. <laughs> okay. Get, go to see the drag queen.com and get your tickets. <laughs> that's not, that's not your mom's birthday. It's it's the, almost. <laughs> When I have a holiday I call. Monet. What? I have a holiday call. A holiday cough? What does that mean? It's the holiday season, and I have a cough. Holiday season! I was on the plane with Dwayne. You can call me Bob. I could call you. What is wait, What is that? Holiday season. Why do you say that? Isn't that what... Isn't that... An itty-bitty piggy. She didn't say holiday season, no. What she says? She hold on holiday. Hold on holiday. There's a holiday season line, I'm pretty sure. I might, unless I'm losing my mind. Holiday season. Um, 
I don't think not maybe in some song, but I don't it's not an itty bitty piggy though. I think that the producer of the DJ's name is Holiday and she goes, Hold on, Holiday, hold on, Holiday. I'm pretty sure it's a holiday season, Roberta. I think your your cold is getting to your brain. Hey yo, I was on a plane with Dwayne. You, you can, can call, call me Whitley or go to hell, man. Listen to the baddest in the, the streets, the baddest in the game. Excuse me, honey, but I'm bodies in my lane. When you he was, was in, in New York, York you was, was fucking, fucking the Yankee. Yankees. I was fucking with bass. I was pitching a Frankie. Frankie. These bitches so cranky. Get him a hanky. My mommy, I'm oh, cold. cold. Give him a blankie. By then the kite, I get higher than Rapunzel. Keep it snow white. I can buy it by, by the, the bundle. bundle. Stack your cookies, cookies up. up. They crumble. Well, you can't do it with me. Stack your cookies up for the crumble. Don't be like the Cardinals gonna fumble. Cause I'm a stealer. Can I get a line? All the dope boys gonna feel a floor. Well, you gonna start. You're gonna, add, you're gonna try to sneak in your little holiday season line. This is what she said. When I die, I can't get that lyric. When I die, when I die, I think I'm in the wrong key. Why, why do singers always like? You, you can just say I want to sing. Like Nicki Minaj never said that. You can you can just be like I would like to sing. Uh, okay. You I- know- you, you're that Chris, that Chris, that Chris t- uh, vine that we used to share back in the day. Thank you. Holiday season. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> finally, <laughs> Jacob finally hopped on the Monation train. Cause y'all know okay. she be, she be, she be, uh, 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 Bob, bobblehead to and through. Okay, first of all, you're horribly misrepresenting Jacob, and Jacob has done several things for you, and you never give him his dues. So honestly, I don't see why Jacob would be on your side, because when he is on your side and says something to you, you don't give him any dues. And I stand by my man. So, okay, like, why, so, what's Jacob, so what's Jacob's motivation? to, to, to Name one thing Jacob did for me, Bob. What's Jacob's, what's Jacob's uh, reason to Name advocate for you? one thing Jacob did for me. That you could, well, there's, literally, there's literally just one right here. You, there's also several comments in the, in the comments where they're like, I love when Bob and Monet, I mean, when Jacob and Monet gang up on Bob. It's a very common okay, comment. Okay, give me an example. You, you do my comments. You see, I want to see any accent. Give me ocular proof of an example you have. Okay, okay it'd, be audit, it'd, be, it'd be auditory proof, not ocular proof. It'd be auditory give proof, me, not ocular proof. No, I want proof. you to show me. Show yeah, me. Give, give me three minutes. I'll pull some out. No, yeah, Jacob. I didn't exactly. ask you. I asked Bob no, the drag. No, no, you no, you coming for Jacob? So no, you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get the the brunt, honey. See how you did team up on me, y'all. But that's all right because, like Dust and Maya Angelou says, I'll rise. You know, Dust doesn't really rise. Yes, it does. When you hit it, Dust rises. Like I don't, I don't really understand 100 percent why Maya Angelou said that, but um. I don't know what? why my Angelou said that, but dust doesn't rise. Yes, when you hit dust, like if you if there's a pile of dust, you hit it with your hand, some rises. Yes, it does. When you hit it, it rises. Yeah, when you hit it, yeah. But also that's like saying that's like saying when I throw that's like saying when I throw paper in the air, it rises. No, but that's the whole thing. Like when you hit me, I rise. Like dust. When you hit me, I will rise. Is that what she said in the poem? So, I think that's what the whole thing. Oh, so you're just you're just extrapolating on that, huh? <laughs> oh my god, why you why do you hate Maya Angelou? Why do you hate black women? Okay, nice try. Jesus, you may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the, in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I rise. Yep. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you uh, why are you beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room, just like the moons and like the and like suns, with a certainty of highs. Just like hope springs high, still I rise. Monet, we had that really great moment um, where we both convinced Bob that we didn't know what a camcorder was. That was a treasured memory for me. Okay, that was that. Jacob, you were not helping me, honey. Jacob, don't try to prove anything to this bitch. Like he has said. played Beat Saber and he knows what it is. I don't know what it is. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs>
First of all, Jacob, you have nothing to prove tomorrow night. Let me just let me this make this from the BTQ you have videos compilation video entitled <gasps> Monet Exchange and Jacob Ritz from Sneaky Little Boyfriend Era to Team Monation. It highlights my journey on friendship, Monet. And you're Again, really Jacob, me you have dust. nothing to prove Monet. I thought we were more than that. Of course, you know, well, I don't. I don't know why you're shocked. That's that's how she treats all the people of the Monet Nation. All of them. She will turn. She will. She, we've documented in the last couple of episodes that Monet will do several things. One, she will lie, just straight up, bold face lie, especially when she thinks you won't catch her. She will lie. Two, she will not admit she's wrong. Monet will never say the words "I was wrong." And three, Monet will turn on you. We have documented in great detail these three things. Well, Jacob, I have this to say to you. You, you thought I was feeling you. Thank you very much. You thought I was feeling you? <laughs> I'm kidding, Jacob. You're so sweet. Thank you. No, no, it's too late. Jacob's not interested. Jacob's <laughs> not interested. Right. Jacob and I have the same words. birthday. Like, you're clearly attracted to what Jacob and I are putting down. Me as your platonic life partner, him as your life partner. We're both born on the same day. So I think that's what that says about you is that, nigga, you stuck on us. Okay? You need us to survive. Are you just turning on Jacob again? This is crazy. What what is I'm your angle here? I'm not turning. You on need Jacob. us. You need us to survive. You're nothing without. What is, what is happening? That is to what you. That's to you and birthday? Jacob because Jacob and I are the same birthday with the same sign. We're literally the same star signs, rising everything. I don't think isn't it about the time of day you were born and where you were born? Jacob and I were born at the same time of day. Jacob, when were you born? You I was born at 3.15 a.m. No, Jacob, whoa, whoa, Jacob, do not answer that question because Monet's going to copy your answer. So why don't you both text me individually? Why don't you both text me individually the time of your day you were born? How about that? Because Monet is a sneaky little so-and-so. We know that for, for a fact, honey. So Monet, text me when you were born and Jacob, text me when you were born. Wait, do you want me to text you on, 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 because I know uh, over there. Separately, on a separate line, text message. <laughs> don't try to get cute and slick. You know what, uh, bitch, you know what a fucking text message is. Well, I didn't know if you want me to send it because if you want me to send it on Facebook Messenger or text. Bitch, you know what a text message is, bitch. Oh, my God. Monet's like, do you want me to send it to our group chat? <laughs> is that what you want? Three. Okay. I... And, Jacob, don't be texting Monet. Because I know when you text Monet, Jacob. I know. I got your phone tracked. <laughs> if you were tracking Jacob's phone, that would be insane. We agreed to it. Jacob and I agreed to have his phone tracked. Yeah, Andy and I would not never agree to that. That's not something we need in our lives. Okay, I never got a text from Monet. I, did I got to text, text you. Mm, interesting. What? Jacob was born at 316 and you were born at 3 o'clock. Oh my God, we're a minute apart? That's not a minute. That's 16 minutes. And that sounds but like y'all were That's the same rising. It, yeah. That rising, they were working within the hour. That's not, Jacob, first of all, you're acting. I know when you're acting. And that was acting. <laughs> Call Jacob, you're not, Jacob, this is I acting. Know you. Yeah, Jake, Jake, listen, y'all not sleep. You don't try now. You have to wake up very early in the morning to get one over <laughs> on me. You got to wake up around 3 o'clock in the morning. And I know that Jacob and you were texting back and forth. Y'all no, we think I'm slow? Then screen grab me your text message with Jacob oh right God. now. Okay, it's getting both crazy. of you. Okay, you keep on both you, of you. You keep on moving the goalpost. At one point, because you're lying. Like, you keep because on because you're lying. And listen, Jacob's a little, the difference. Is Jacob Jacob's not as good a liar as you. That's why Jacob started laughing immediately, and that's why Jacob said we're a minute apart. Meanwhile, it wasn't a minute apart. It was 16 minutes apart, which tells me that y'all was in cahoots. You are. <laughs> yeah, caught. This is, this Caught is, up. Y'all, this is, let me locked up. 
This is, typical, this is typical of all the drag queen. He keeps on moving the goalpost when we are caught. Said, like, you're caught. Just admit that you're caught. Both of you are caught. You have to wake up early in the morning to get one over on me. <laughs> even when I'm even when I'm sick. Even when I'm even I when I have early whooping in the morning. Cough. I would say like like at even, nine AM. Well, like, early time, time, time for work. Well, I'll say this earlier than y'all woke up. What time did you today. wake up today? Right. I'm sick. I'm not well. <laughs> and I still and you still didn't wake up early enough, honey. <laughs> now this is now if you have if you need advice in your life and you have some shady bitches like Jacob Monet in your life and you need some <laughs> advice, then that's what we're gonna help you out with today. As a reminder, all of our advice is strictly for entertainment purposes. Me and Monet are not experts in any fields. We're not doctors, we're not scientists, we're not um therapists, we're not psychologists, we are not um, teachers, we are we are none of these things. Although there is some great footage of Monet teaching back in the day, um, we are not any of these things. So just bear in mind that this advice, all of it, everything we say is just for entertainment. What I am an expert is in gathering Bob the drag queen. So if you want adv expert advice on how to like, gather Bob the drag queen, hit a bitch up. And with You're that, good at it. you and you and Jacob tried to gather me as, as a team. Y'all couldn't do it. <laughs> you bitches ain't better than me. You bitches ain't got it like me. Oh my god, Jesus! Y'all yeah, literally, literally, literally ten minutes ago we were testing levels. But I was like, guys, I'm not gonna be talking above this. Now you are. You say you look up to Hub, but really you look up to me. You are screaming into the microphone. You say you look up to Hub, but really you look up to Can me. Can you turn your game down a little bit? No, y'all gotta y'all gotta silence me. Were you silent or were you silenced? Oh my god, I'm being silent. You can turn it up a little bit. Now it's a little quiet. Okay, guess, can we get to the first message, please? Yeah. Don't be rushing, Jacob. Don't ever rush, Jacob, in your life. Hi, sibling rivalry. Love you both so much. I'm watching the one about gatekeeping. I actually don't even know if there's another advisory in the future, so who knows. But just recording this now because it's sparked something in me. But I am a white-passing, light-skinned, blonde-haired-ish blue-eyed, half-black person. My family on my dad's side Logic. is from Cape Verde, and at least my family was all very light. And so I'm half-black, but I ended up looking com almost completely white. Um, but I have been growing up my hair for a year now, have curly hair, and I really would like to sometime wear it in protective styles because it's a lot to keep up with and I know it's healthier for my hair and not always be putting it through the daily whatever and wear it in protective styles but I don't want to get clowned I've seen like those white boys on TikTok who have cornrows and they get absolutely shit on and I'm terrified of that um and I also don't want to offend people but I don't know and I don't even know if there'll be an answer that to this that you can help me with but yeah, let me know. What should I do? I want to wear my hair in protective styles, but I look like a little white boy. Is this zesty logic? Is this logic, but you just acting zesty? Huh? Do you know logic? No. You don't know logic? No. Uh, Logic's a is a is a rapper who's who looks white, but he's um he's multiracial. Got it. Um, you know, as someone who is black, but it looks white as white passing, I, I understand. I mean, again, obviously that's not my cross the bear in life and I don't, that's not my experience. So I can understand how frustrating it is to want to express your culture and who you are, 
but being feel like you're gonna be ridiculed and shamed, and people are gonna fucking run you off the internet because you don't look like what you are. I can understand how how frustrating that could be. Um, but I, but it is well within your right to do that stuff, and I think you just have to uh, prepare yourself for what that will look like with people on on social media, um, people in in um, people IRL, and um, you will have to do you get two things. Either one, you can. Go along with the thing and commit to having to explain yourself ever so often on the internet, or just like when people come for you, just ignore. It. But I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. I would imagine it's hard to do that when you are black. People telling you, "Why are you wearing those black hairstyles, white boy? Take that shit off your hair. Why are you culturally appropriating, white boy?" And but also your experiences, like if you say you grew up with um a lot of white people and white passing people. Or is that what he said? Well, he said all of his family is like is 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 light, and they're like blonde hair, blue eyed, right? Isn't that what he said? I can't remember if he said that or not. To be honest, it was, I I remember he said that he's. I mean, he's obviously got some yeah, black. Yeah, I, I think he he was saying that he is ha- he identified he's half black, but um on the side of his family that I think he said that he's the he's the white one. Uh, Actually, I can't remember. I think he said most of his people either. were light skinned. Got it. Yeah. Most of them so um yeah so to be, and to be to be clear white people are not light skin white people have light skin but white people are not light skin just right. like white people can't be dark skin white people can have darker skin than other white people but you can't be a dark skin white person <clears throat> or, i mean based on the terms when, when i from what colloquially what light skin and dark skin mean that is uh typically a, a term used to refer to black people yeah so, um, yeah, so I think that you have to um, just be prepared to have to explain yourself, which sounds sounds annoying, and I wouldn't want to have to do that. I would not have, I would not want to have to explain myself away because I don't look like what you think I should, and and, and because of um, all my things. So that is that is a that is a very tough spot to be in. I feel like black people are called light skin and dark skin, and white people are called fair and swarthy. I don't. I've never heard the term swarthy. Swarthy, we, we, you and I have talked about the term swarthy on this podcast. You, we have, and my and my what I said it before. Just means I, you have darker skin. I never heard that before. But we've talked about it, so you have heard it. You heard it when we talked about I it. I know. I'm talking about like before, and I, that was my same oh. reaction last time. I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" It's just, it's just not. I don't know. If swarthy is really used for black people as much as it's used for like white people with darker skin. Swarthy, like swarthy. Yeah, when someone when someone has darker skin, they are swarthy what is the definition of swarthy um swarthy definition uh dark skin yeah swarthy Interesting. um you know it sounds like you know you're gonna get shit for it um and i'm not saying the shit is fair but you have to ask yourself do you really want to are you do you really feel like fighting the 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 fight every day and yelling i'm black in the streets every single day uh, maybe it won't be every day. Maybe no one will say anything. Maybe you'll just go about your life and no one will say a word, and you'll you just you're just you know assuming they're going to be mad at you. Um, so, I mean, as someone who doesn't have hair, but who used to have hair and used to wear my hair in in, in protective styles, and um, I mean, I don't know that I was wearing my hair specifically to protect it. I was just wearing it because it was it was it felt it was the fashion, and it was I wanted to get my hair done, so I was like getting braids or I was getting locks or i was getting um you know wearing my my do-rags and trying to get waves never got the waves really tried with all my might to get waves never got them once in my life um the people people who are addicted to people who like do the work to get waves 
good for you because this is this is a full time job. I mean, it's trying to get waves. Like getting your hair braided and cornrowed and having to twist it up and lock it up. No, because you get your hair braided like over the course of like an hour, and then your your hair is just done for the next like two weeks, three weeks. When you have when you are getting waves. You are putting on the fucking the foam and, and brushing it and putting wrapping it and unwrapping it and putting it and brushing it over and over again and then and then and then you know these niggas. Yeah, I used to, I, I used to have waves in middle school. I believe you. Um, I never did. Um, what do you? Um, so I mean, it it sounds like you don't want to deal with the drama of it. So I would just say just don't do it, but or just or just say fuck it and do it. You know what I mean? Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Attention. Attention. Do you want to get a more chiseled look in your jawline, girl? Well, let me tell you. Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XE. Juvederm Volux XE is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it's the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XE. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Baby, get that jaw together, honey. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Monet, what do you think about white people having black hairstyles? Um, I think it's really tricky. I think that, like, P- Patty tells a story often where he... um. He was on set for something like as a kid, and uh, it was a uh, black. Uh, uh, all the people on set doing hair and makeup were, were were black women. So and Patty had long hair, so they were like they would like play with his hair and they like taught him how to do like corn rolls and like and they would like do it in his hair because the hair was really long. And then and then you know he was while out walking the street and this girl was like, "Why you got those corners in your hair? Like why, why you, you you went home you put these corners in your hair blah blah blah." And he was like. No, like I was on set and a bunch of women, black women did it on my hair. I didn't do this. Like they like taught me how to do it. I didn't, I didn't do this style. Like they did it on my hair. So it's like in that situation, right? Patty got his hair done by black women. They cornered his or they, I, I, I don't remember it was cornered. I don't think it was cornered. I think it was braids. They put braids in his hair. I like to imagine that Patty had a full on Baps hairdo. Full on Patty LaBelle in the early 90s. <laughs> So in like those instances, like I think it's fine. But when I see, but when I see white women adorning black hairstyles, it usually, usually comes with the vernacular, and just it just seems like black fishing. Like typically, when I have seen these people on social media, on TikTok or whatever, with with black hairstyles, it's usually the full package. They they neck cracking, they tongue popping, they my man, my man, my man, and 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 most likely a few niggas have slipped out of their mouth. So that I have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Um, I don't have a lot of uh, white friends like that. So, uh, no, but I I've seen it on the internet, what but... I see on social media, like that. You know? Um, um well. The short answer is, I don't know why. Why is just women and not because you said white women? Do you not see that with white men who wear these hairstyles? Well, growing up, a lot of white boys had it, but again, it was like in my neighborhood. Right, it's a very black neighborhood. They lived in they lived in Vanderbilt Projects, so like it wasn't. Again, I grew up in in the in Brooklyn in, in East Flatbush, and white boys in, who grew up in the projects they used to say they used to say the N word, and I, no one like. I never. We so are you saying that that, that that the white guys were similar to the white girls who had the hairstyles as well? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they were. They were. They were usually from that experience. They were like from the project, so it wasn't like weird. It was like, yeah. You know, I'm, I I grew up in in black neighborhoods, and the, but the white people in my neighborhoods uh, had like thick southern accents. They didn't talk like they didn't talk like black people. But were they? But were they white southern <laughs> accents or black southern accents? It is different. White southern accents. They had white southern accents. Oh. Um. There were a couple of like lat like Latino guys who um talked black, who used AAVE, who spoke like you know the the black Atlanta accent, mm. the Atlanta black accent, um. And anyway, so what I think about white people having having um, I think that the criticism is completely valid. And when you when you have a hairstyle that you've been demonized for, or a hairstyle that you were told you can't have or that told that you told that was unprofessional on you and then you see someone else with the same hairstyle a white person with the same hairstyle um just flaunting it around that seems really i can see why that's really fucking annoying you know what i mean i can see how that can really grind your gears i can see how that can really be like i'm just gonna wear this hairstyle and then when i'm when i'm when i'm done with it i'll just undo it and then i can just go back to you know uh <clears throat> you know 
being a, a regular old white guy and not not a, a spicy white as they say um, as they say these days but but I also grew up in an, in an area where there were lots of um like um Vietnamese people and and Latinx people who were I guess trying to be part of the black culture because they were in black neighborhoods so there were like lots of Vietnamese guys in my school who like dressed black I'm putting this in quotes who did like quote unquote urban dress right. style? They were wearing FUBU, which was huge back in the day. These I remember this uh this, this I remember this one Vietnamese guy named Hung who would um who would like have this like a uh, Vietnamese slash Southern accent. Like he had a Vietnamese accent, but he was also talking like black people from Atlanta. They say the N word. No, Hung did not say the N-word. Not not that I recall. Or never to me anyway. Because, uh, I mean, if Hung would have said the N-word, it probably would have been a big scene at my school, I imagine. So, like, like well, we I, mean, talk, I don't know how I was in New York this. City. I, mean, I don't know how I was in New York City, but, like, in, 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 in the South, if a white person says the N-word, even if they're, like, friends with a bunch of black people, it usually doesn't go. It, there's I've never seen someone, like, a white person in my childhood use the N-word and everyone be like, it's cool, he's one of us. Yeah, that's how it wasn't like you could also, but you could tell like you can tell when Rachel like I don't know it was different. You can tell when someone grew up in a, with a black experience and they and it, it was just you can tell when someone is using it from that experience and someone Who's is Rachel. I, I was gonna I was gonna do a whole like Rachel Kelsey thing whatever, but you can uh, tell when someone has that comes from that experience and they but who's Kelsey? Just white bitches' names, random white bitches. Oh. Um, oh. but you could tell when someone uses it. Because Rachel's a white name? Oh, work. I never thought about it. When it comes from that experience and when they're using it to offend, like it was like different, like when they were using it colloquially. Or hey, shout out to all the black Rachels listening. Shout out to all the black Rachels listening to the podcast. Oh, right they were using podcast. it to to offend. Like it was very different. And also, this kind of brings up the thing we talked about before between appreci- appreciation and, and appropriation, right? Like growing up in the islands and stuff, like when someone, like you would see uh, white folk with braids and stuff like that, but there was it was it was socially acceptable and it wasn't weird to see. So I think appreciation and appropriation gets to be very American. It is a very American thing because of how jagged and fucked up our history is. But like when I, I told you guys, when it, I don't think there's an appreciative way to say the N word as a white person. I don't think that there is an appreciative. No, not the N word. Obviously, I'm talking about like wearing like wearing hairstyles and wearing uh, garb and white wearing. Clothes. Yeah, is it different in the? Is it different in the islands? Because I feel like it I is. feel like I used to I used to see a lot of like uh white people come come back from Jamaica with their hair braided on like TV and at my school. So is, is it is that like having your hair braided having a white person having their hair braided in in like in St. Lucia is that common? Yeah, like on 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 vacation, yeah. But I mean, the white people who live around who yeah, and even the people who well, when I used to grow up, right? This was. Uh, a long time ago, but when growing up, like the white people who lived in St. Lucia, they would have hair, they would have their hair braided and stuff sometimes as well. And it wasn't weird to see that. But I think, but when you, when, you have see, when you see people come for vacation and they have it done, when they come back home to America, people are like, girl, what you doing? But the Caribbean people who did it, Caribbean black women there did it. Do they have, uh, do they have um, Caribbean accents? Oh, yes. They have, they, they the white have, folks have Caribbean accents? Yes. And the Asian people. Have Caribbean. The white folks have St. Lucian accents. I'm yeah. screaming. Bitch, when you see a- a- Asian folk with Caribbean accents, they used to sh- the, 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 I didn't think anything of it until I came to America and I met Asian people that didn't have Caribbean accents. I was like, oh, this is different. 
I mean, when I, I mean, I knew Asian people who, who have black American accents from Atlanta, um, but I never met. But that, I guess that makes sense to me because I am from Atlanta. Like I, like my roommate in in, in um in college, he's Panamanian, like 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 white Panamanian guy, um, and he has a a very thick, like a. But he he's he's okay. He's he's his name is Jaime, right? And Jaime, he's not. I don't know if I call him white Panamanian, but he's like he's like a brown Panamanian guy. He's he's like a light skinned brown person. Does, does, he look, does he look? Does he look white or does he look black? He looks. He looks like he. He's kind of like Pitbull, but with hair. So like Pitbull looks doesn't look white, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. He's not brown. Bitch, Pitbull looks white. What? To me, if someone like Pitbull looks looks like Latino, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I see Pitbull in We all got those. Mr. Worldwide. Oh, he got them glasses on, bitch. I, no, bitch. This is a white man. Look at this man. He is white. But I also feel like lots of lots of Latino people are like white but Latino people. Are, people but people looks white to me. Like this is like a white man. Well, well besides the point that he, my, my roommate did not look like Pitbull. I want to be clear. My roommate did not look like <laughs> Pitbull. But in the way that Pitbull looks like a white Latino person. Got it. Okay. That's what I mean. Anyway, he had a thick, thick, thick Southern accent, a very thick Southern accent, and his name was Jaime. Mm -hmm. His name probably still is Jaime to this day. Probably, I haven't, I haven't spoken to Jaime in in, in a couple of years. No, um, he moved, he, he moved to to Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Now he's Jamie. And I think he actually lives in North Carolina now. Oh, he definitely I think. Jamie. Jamie. No, I mean, girl, if he, girl, if he was Jaime in Columbus, Georgia, he's probably still Jaime in fucking <laughs> wherever the hell he is now. Um, but he had this thick ass southern accent. I remember being, like, but he also spoke. It was, it was, it was interesting to see people who have like who have multiple cultures within their their upbringing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, have you ever, and have you ever seen that Korean that Korean grandmother who has like the black family in Texas uh, on TikTok? Yeah, she's a Korean lady with with a, with a, with, a, with a southern accent, very black southern accent. And, like, yeah, they have, I've they, seen. They have like a blended a uh, southern black korean family it's very interesting what do you think of i mean like, anyway like, so come, on, come on john they talk to fuck with that shit man I mean, like, but there, there's also a combination of, of of white people who have black hairstyles who are not um having black experiences someone like dorji who's who was raised in wrong Konkoma, long island who is obviously <laughs> not Stop saying it. every time you say wrong Konkoma, long island it just... well she is from wrong Konkoma. What? Uh, Ronkonkoma just sounds like such a white place, and it is, but just Ronkonkoma. <laughs> um, Ronkonkoma, um, <laughs> uh, but she uh, obviously Thorgy did not. Actually, I don't know if it's obvious. I've never, I've never been to Ronkonkoma, so I don't know what's going on in Ronkonkoma. But it doesn't seem like Thorgy. Thorgy doesn't talk like a black person. Thorgy doesn't have a black vernacular. Thorgy doesn't. But Thorgy has locks. But Thorgy does have locks, you know what I mean? And there's there is this group of like weird artsy white kids who like who like who like uh like uh, uh what's her name? Betsy no, what's her name? Uh, Betsy Johnson. Who's the Betsy Johnson who like wears her hair in these like uh or the or the Wachowski sisters. Remember the Wachowski sister was wearing those wearing locks? Well, you know, or, or literally literally you, everyone in Amsterdam with their fucking locks, bicycles and and, and uh, uh cornrows. Counting Crows. You remember? Is it wasn't it Counting Crows? Who's Counting Crows? 
It was a band, and there was a white guy with locks and counting crows, I believe. Uh, that is that is way too Caucasian for me. I don't know what the hell. Have you seen uh, Shrek is. Two? Yeah, I mean, a long time ago. At the beginning of Shrek Two, there's like a montage where Shrek and, <laughs> Shrek and Fiona are like in love and like doing stuff, and it's a Counting Crows song. You know Counting Crows. Everyone knows Counting Crows. Accidentally in love. Shrek Two. Accidentally Iconic. in love. Do what? Where's that, Jacob? Shrek Two is iconic. Everyone's oh yeah, that. Shrek Two is huge. They also uh, they also sing Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, the problem, baby. Maybe if love. I hear it, maybe if I hear it, I'll be like, oh, that song. But I don't. don't tell them Kind of Girls was, was a pretty big band in the uh, oh, in the uh, oh wow. Oh, yep, there he goes with his hairstyle. And he was the lead singer, Counting Crows, with his with his with his with his, with his locks. Interesting. But also, is he? I don't. Is he white? Wait, is he? Yeah, white? he's a black. Oh yeah, I, I may have just whitified this man, and I don't even know. Is this man white? What's his name? He looks black. Counting Crows lead singer. He looks like a white person having a very black, a black person having a white experience. His name is Adam Frederick Juritz. Oh my God, is this is this is, is this literally our first our our first uh, vice person? Yes, this honey, is him. He's what we call a Decepticon, honey. We don't know. No, what he's a white guy with fake. Oh, he's white. How do you know that? I, I just googled. It. I don't know if this is true, but according to Men's Health, he's white. According to according to something written in mensheath.com in 2014, he's a star of adult contemporary radio. He's he has elevated celebrity dating to a sport. He is a white guy with fake dreads. Got he it. says they're extensions. Word. Um, he does look black, right? He looks black. That's so interesting. I was just about to say, comment below if y'all think he looks black, but that is so problematic, and I am not. He looks here. like he looks like the actor Jacob. What's the actor's name that you love? He was in Angels in America, original cast. He played yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright. He Jeffrey like, West. No. Right. He Jeffrey looked, Wright. He looks like Jeffrey Wright. No, you know, it looks like he looks like that guy, the problematic guy that had um. They used to do that show on Cartoon Network where he'd do crazy stuff. The black guy. You know what I'm talking about? What? No, the black guy used to do like crazy stuff. Like he would like jump through, jump through walls. He had Obama on his show. The black guy. Oh, Andre, uh, Eric Andre. That's what he looked like. Is that on Cartoon Network? Wait, I think so. It was an Adult Swim, which is Cartoon Network After Dark. Um, Google Jeffrey Wright, Monet. Y'all, what was the, uh, he's the from, most he's visual the, podcast? He's the guy in Westworld. He does not like no damn Jeffrey... A little bit to me, Bob. I mean, Jeff Wright's darker. You, anyway, you 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 must. I, mean, I don't think he's like Eric Andre. So, you so fuck you, bitch. You don't like Eric. He don't like Eric Andre. How about that? <laughs> he looks like you colorblind. How about that? People blind. Because what the fuck? How about that? He looks nothing like Eric Andre. How do you like it? <laughs> now bitch. how you look? Now where's Barbara Walters? Now we're, let's go to our next question. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com.
Hi, Bob and Monet. I need some advice. So for clarity, I am a 20-year-old trans girl, and I'm going to be moving away to college from home, far away from home. And um, I have really bad separation anxiety to my friends and my family and my dog. But I feel like they're the ones holding me back from flourishing and doing what I love, especially since I'm going to be living alone. And I am trans, so being trans in this day and age is really hard. So do you guys have any advice for this? Because this is this is eating at me alive. So I need help with this. Uh, sincere. I love you guys. Uh, sincerely. Cry baby ass bitch. Um, wait, wait, I'm gonna need you to play that again in a second, Jake, because I, I wasn't clear what she was, what advice she was asking. But I will say this: last thing I will say about the, the 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 black hairstyle thing is this. Obviously, this is a free world; you can wear whatever hair you want. But also, just be know that people are free to criticize you and say whatever they want about your hair. So just know right now that whatever hairstyle you want to wear, you can wear it. You're you're free to wear the hair. But people are free to be like, "Why are you wearing the hairstyle? Mm-hmm. What's going on?" You know what I mean? And if you don't want to deal with that, then don't wear the hairstyle. If you don't want people to critique your hairstyle, then maybe don't wear it. Or try to be like dust and rise above it, I guess. I don't fucking know. What do you think about that, Ma? Yeah, for me personally, I would prefer that you don't do it. But you know what? Do whatever you want. How do you feel about Thorgy doing it? Go ahead, Jake. Like, do you prefer that Thorgy doesn't have locks? I will. I, I wish you could shave her hair off, but we can't change that. She's not going to do it. So. And how would you? You can ask. Her. How would you feel about the person who called in asking for advice doing it? The, no, I think that they should. You are black. Live your life. Live your black experience. I'm not about qualifying other people's blackness, but you are black, and you don't deserve. You don't. Do, you don't owe anyone an explanation. You wear your hair how you want to wear your hair. Interesting. But again, right, you play, are play probably going to get uh, criticized for it. People are probably going to post them to your thing and comment like that's probably going to happen. And I hate that it has to happen. <laughs> but as a black person, just because you don't look like other black people to them, that's not your fucking problem. And you can wear your hair however you want to wear your hair. Which, which is like I said, you can wear, anyone can wear their hair however they want. But you're going to if you, different people are going to get different shit for wearing their hair different ways. And if you don't want that shit, then don't wear your hair that way. Yeah, You know what I mean? All right. Hi, Bob and Monet. I need some advice. So for clarity, I am a 20-year-old trans girl, and I'm going to be moving away to college from home, far away from home. And um, I have really bad separation anxiety to my friends and my family and my dog. But I feel like they're the ones holding me back from flourishing and doing what I love, especially since I'm going to be living alone. And I am trans, so being trans in this day and age is really hard. So do you guys have any advice for this? Because this is this is eating at me alive. So I need help with this. Uh, sincere. I love you guys. Uh, sincerely. Cry baby ass bitch. She's an ass bitch. Um, not the dog holding you back. I'm screaming. <laughs> not the dog implemented. Oh. She was like, my friends and family and dog are holding me back. I was like, not the dog holding you back. I'm screaming. Let me say something. Else. People love. People love these pets. And y'all, I have a cat. I like my cat. But people who love dogs, y'all are on another fucking level. Y'all need to get y'all shit the fuck together. Do you not love your cat? I love my cat. But people are like, people who, dog people are on a different level. Dog people are insane. Like cat people, we are rational. We get it. We love our pets and we're happy to have them. Dog people are fucking 
cult-like. Y'all need to fucking get a Can you explain that to me? Can you qualify that? Say it again? Can you qualify that? What do you mean by that? Like, like literally this person, like she literally won't leave because the dog. Like they're like obsessed with these dogs. And they're like, she the dog just to the dog. She the said the dog, her laugh. friends and her the family. Dog has to, they, they, they have like, it's just too much. Like happy. She didn't just say the dog. She said dog, friends and family. The dog is a part of it. The dog out of the three is thirds. 30% family, 30% friends, 30% dog. Okay. Well, she didn't say what percentage, but continue. But she listed three things. So I, I, I'm going to assume that they have equal bearing. So yeah, I just I just can't like cat people like we live with our pets like sometimes we see them sometimes we don't sometimes they want to hang out with us sometimes they don't dog people they want to be under the fucking dog the whole time hugging them kissing them letting them kiss them in the mouth it's just too much dog people calm the so what fuck is, down so, so what is she supposed to do with her dog then let us stay with the family and go live your life baby you are twenty you need to go let you but it's her dog you it's not her, it's it's not her family's dog I'm sure it's a family's dog you're assuming well, you're her. making a lot of assumptions she's her assuming dog. Too. Well, no, I'm not sure. She said my dog. She didn't say my family's dog. Okay, she said well, my dog. When you had Grizzly, was was Grizzly your dog? You, you, Grizzly was yours, but it's the family's dog. It was Justin's just as much as your mom's and Justin's, but it was your dog too. No, Grizzly was my dog, and I went to college. Grizzly came with me. Grizzly was my dog. I went to college. Grizzly came with me. Well, I grew up and I had pets, and yes, I, I call them my dogs. They were the family's dogs. Oh uh, well, Grizzly was my dog. When I went to college, Grizzly came to college. Grizzly got Grizzly. Grizzly was taking classes at Columbus State University too. Hey, can you answer this bitch's question, uh, 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 um, baby ass bitch? Well, I, well, I'm interested. Well, I'm interested in this dog thing for a second, because like, well, I, I grew up in the house where my mom had this really serious thing where it's like you can't take a pet in, and then just be like, well, bye. Like, like abandoning a pet was a, a really big faux pas in my childhood. Um, you can't like if you can't if you can't take care of a pet, then don't don't get the pet in the first place. Like, do not get a dog. Or a cat, or a something, and then when in three years be like, ugh, I don't want this dog. Which is why to this day I don't have any pets. I always tell folks I don't have any pets because I know that I live a very crazy life, and I know that maybe one day I'm going to be like, ooh, I really want a dog. Maybe I really want a, I really want a cat, and then other than I realize like, I can't, I can't take care of one. Um, so I I understand not wanting to, and also dogs are more needy than cats. Yeah, you, know, you can leave a cat at. You can leave a cat at home for practically three days, and the cat will probably be fine when you yeah, get home. You, cannot leave a, you don't need longer than three days. Though. Three days is the absolute max. You can't leave a dog at home for more than 12 hours Yeah, by itself. Yeah, And if you do, your dog, the dog will then shut all over your house. The dog is starving. The dog is crying and wailing. Dogs can't. They don't quite have the. They don't have the same um, independence that cats do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I understand I want to leave your dog behind. Uh, friends and family, you know, you gotta move on with you. You gotta move on from from your from from uh. You're not like leaving them behind. You'll still reach out to them and stuff, but you don't want to um uh. What what word do I want to use here? You don't want to hold yourself back, um, for the your current social situation with your with your friends and your family. You know what I mean? They should they should want to propel you forward. And there's wherever you're gonna go to school, there's probably a lovely community of trans people there who want to support you. Um, there's probably a, a club at the school. There's probably some sort of a social club at the school for queer people, uh, for trans people, um, or even at the, even if not at the school, maybe at the local uh, LGBTQIA center. Um, there's you know probably resources and um, and communities waiting for you. Yeah, baby. Listen, your life is you are 20 years old. Your life is just beginning. You owe it to yourself to have as many experiences as you can now, 
So you can make smart choices later on in life. Like 20 is when you like, you're getting out into the world. You're like experiencing a lot of things for the first time and discovering a lot of, lots of things about yourself. Home will always be there. Family will always be there. I can't say friends are always going to be there because they're probably going to move along as well and have different experiences, blah, 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 blah. And um, you can come see the dog on breaks for the summer, for, for, for the holidays. And it's going to be tough a little bit, but you got you to gotta spread your wings and fly, girl. You're 20. Now is the time. And also, a friend, um, Andy's niece, she, see, about a cat. She was able to bring her cat to school with her and said it was an emotional support animal. And her cat lives in the dorm with her. So if you had a cat, you could have brought it with you. But the dog, you can't. So think about that. I took my dog to, I took my dog to school. I took yeah, my but dog to your school. dog was not living in the dorm. She's living in the dorm with her. Did she say she, you were making up, did she, when did she say she was living in the dorms? When did she say she was living in the dorm? I'm assuming. Most people go to college, go live in a dorm. You were extrapolating. You were making. But you're assuming too, because she would have. She would have presented. Oh, I'm gonna move into an apartment. I'm gonna bring my dog. If she was moving to an apartment, I would assume she'd be like, "Oh, I can bring my dog with me." Well, I took my dog to school, and uh, it, you know, I was very Elle Woods with Bruiser. No, I, and my dog did not actually Bruiser come to big school. Bruiser's a big ass dog. I did not take Grizzly to school. Grizzly is a very big dog. He did not actually come to school. He was a very large dog. But I, I actually found being a student and and having a dog pretty easy. I just came home and walked him, and I loved having Grizzly around. Oh, I miss Grizzly. What a sweet dog. What a sweet dog he was. Kind of a mess. Kind of a kind of a, a crazy dog. Like he didn't jump up on people. He was just he he played too much. Grizzly would I, played. Would I, would I have liked your dog, knowing everything you know about me? You don't like dogs, so it doesn't seem like it now. Right. I know all the dog people are gonna they are going crazy in the comments. Monique, blah, 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 blah. Bitch, I said what I said. I'm a cat girl. I'm not a dog. Jacob would have Jake, I think well, I don't know if Jacob would like my dog. I mean, my, my dog, he really liked to play. Like like he like there were I don't even know if it has a dog where like there is not there is no there is no too much fetch. There is no too much tugging. Like there is no there is there there was never a time where Grizzly felt like he had played fetch or t or pulled on one of his toys. Long enough. It was just like you had to. You, you would always be be done before he was every single time. It was kind of crazy. And shout out to all the cat people out there, all the all the cat owners slash cat, cat people. Shout out to us. We strong. We independent. And you can go to prettylitter.com slash rivalry to say twenty percent your first order of pretty litter cat Thank litter. You, Jacob. Thank you. We already did our shout out today. Our shout out to all the all the black Rachels. We've already done our shout out and today. the cat people. I I used to what about um, black Rachels who are cat owners. <laughs> or if you are a black Rachel who is a cat owner, baby, I will. Let me not say nothing. But write a check. My ass cannot cash. <laughs> I wonder if Rachel, who I went to uh, Ridgecrest Elementary with, uh, is listening. Rich Rachel was she was a she was a terror. Rachel made my made my third grade experience hell. Why? Because she was really into um, nicknames. And she gave me several very unappealing nicknames that that stuck throughout my time at Ridgecrest Elementary. You know, anytime you recount these stories, these people were terrible to you. To quote you, what was your part in all of that? You know, my part was being a black faggot. <laughs> Can you? No, your part? Are you willing to it share all. any of these nicknames with our listeners? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> Maybe I'll find Rachel and she'll tell you. I don't know what Rachel looks like today, but Rachel, I feel like she was short, but I was also very tall. And Rachel, I just remember that Rachel had a very adult hairdo. 
Like Rachel's hair looked like she was going to church. Like Rachel was this like girl, but she looked like she was like going to church. It was kind of crazy. Uh, let's go on to the next question. Hi, Bob and Monet. So about a year ago, I started dating this um, Bengali boy. Um, before we started dating, he was just saying like, oh, before we get into this, like, I just hope you know what you're signing up for, a- aka not never being introduced to his friends, never going to be accepted by his family, that we're gonna, I'm going to have to be a secret. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, like, I don't even care. Like, I'm just dating you. So like all those other outside things like don't, aren't going to affect me. And girl, they're trying to affect me like, I don't know how much longer I can take of like hearing him tell his friends that he's single or that he's at his friend's house and like the reality of never being accepted by his family or even if I'm introduced, I'm not going to be accepted. And obviously the differences in religion, I'm agnostic, almost basically atheist and he's Muslim. So I don't know what to do. Like I'm really trying to feel that pressure. And mind you, we have two years left in college. We have the same schedule, same major. So I'm going to be seeing him every day. So it's going to be so awkward if, like, you know, I break things off. And I'm down to have a fr- have him as a friend, but you already know how that's going to go. But, yeah, what? I don't really know what to do. Any help you guys have would be greatly appreciated. Sincerely, conflicted queen. I love you guys. Oh, okay. Queen. Okay. I, I she she's like mumbling a little bit, very Monet and Bob. But I could. I, I, she's dating a Bengali boy, and he's telling people that they're not together. So she's dating. Yeah. So hold on. Oh. So she's dating a guy from Bangladesh, and it seems like he. Uh, I saw this. This I just stumbled upon this area of TikTok. It was this. Um. This. Uh. Hijabi woman. And she was like, to all the non-Muslim girls. And by the way, I am not Muslim. I am. I am not. I. I don't study Islam. So this is just me reporting what I've heard this other Muslim woman say. She said to all the non-Muslim women dating Muslim girls, like he Wait, will to drop all the you. Non-Muslim women dating Muslim dating girls? Muslim guys. Sorry, dating Muslim guys. Uh huh. She was like, he will never introduce you to his parents. He will never marry you. He he is you are literally just for now. He will leave you for a, he will leave you for a Muslim woman. Okay, so this is what I this girl is saying. So this girl is saying that she's dating this Bengali Muslim guy and he is not introduced to any friends. He tells people they're not together, and she's wondering if she should break it off with him. Yeah, and it sounds like she's validating what this what this uh, this woman was saying on the internet. And obviously, obviously this not this not go across the board for all muslim men clearly there's clearly there are some muslim men who are dating non-muslim women uh who introduce them to their parents and stuff obviously but it seems to be there's a common sentiment amongst muslim men who date non-muslim girls where you're like their secret they will never introduce you to their family they will never tell their friends they're, they're dating you it's it's really it sounds sad to be honest i feel it sounds sad yeah um my advice is in the situation like this i would say to follow your gut i mean y'all did did she say how long they've been together uh if she did i didn't remember you know like i think follow your gut i think your gut is telling you what makes the most sense if this person is not claiming you in public and you've been together for a little bit they are not interested to you and and introducing to family is i don't think that's always a signifier of how valid your relationship is or how solid yeah i've been with his family we've been friends for 12 years I don't think that is indicative of, of, of your value in your life, but I do think that um, 
the other the other things seem to be like red flags. And if you're and if your discontent is like, well, we'll be in, I'll see him around around campus and blah blah blah. That is gonna be annoying. But your peace of mind knowing that you're not with someone that is going nowhere, especially if you're dating with the intentions of possibly finding a husband or moving on to the next step, whatever. And it's clearly that's not what they're giving. I would say you need to protect your peace, girl. And also you're blocking the possibility of possibly finding someone else that you could have all those things with. So I think listen to your gut. If you feel like this is what it is, it probably is what it is. And then also the third thing I'll say, just talk to him about it, right? Y'all have been together. You should be in a place to be like, hey, these things are happening. So you're telling Charles, Rachel, Susan, Akeem, whatever. Black they're- Rachel or white Rachel? <laughs> Latinx Rachel, a black Latinx. Got Rachel. it. Got it. Um, and so, like, what's up with that? Or like, hey, like, I'm feeling really insecure about us because, like, I saw this TikTok. Um, AKA, you heard it on on a, on a podcast about how like Muslim, like like a non-Muslim girls dating Muslim guys. It's like not good, but like, I just I just really need to talk to you about this because it's really like putting me like. You know, I, it, it's, it's like fucking me up. I just want to need to talk to you about it. I'm like, you really get his temperature. Like, that is the only way to get 100% confirmation. Well, as much as he is willing to tell you about about the feelings, about your feeling, I think, is talking to him about it and then deciding what to do from there. Yeah, I mean, I think that sounds fair. And unless Islam speaks to you, unless you're like, maybe I'll look into Islam. Maybe I'll look into uh, converting to Islam and seeing if that speaks to me. Uh, but you shouldn't do that for someone. To be clear, you should not convert to a religion. Why? Charlotte did it for Harry. I mean, people do it all the time. I think I think Jacob's dad did it for his mom. Um, so people convert, and they've been I happily married for 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 forty something years. They've not been married for forty years. They've been married for thirty something years. Same thing. Um, but but I mean, I wouldn't convert religions for someone. But also, to be fair, I don't think that Jacob's parents are like that religious like Jacob's parents are Jewish but they're not like that religious like when, when I went when I went over there for Seder and his mom did the Seder she was like just to be clear I don't believe any of this happened but I like the tradition so let's just do it I have a question could you date me or someone could you just date someone super religious no I couldn't I could not really I, I, I don't think I have the capacity to date someone who's really religious no I really really don't think so, I could so okay okay on the, on the scale I don't think I could date someone who's into yoga <laughs> on a scale of zero being like Jacob's family, like we're Jewish, but we don't I would say Jacob's family is a zero. I would say Jacob's family is like a two or three. Okay, so zero being like because they cause they still do religious practices, but they're not like you know. Okay, religious. zero being I'm zero zero being I'm religious, but I don't follow any of the traditions. I just say that I'm Jewish, or I say I'm Christian, or I'm say I'm Catholic. Okay, so that okay, so that is zero. Got it. okay, so zero, and then ten being like. I go to church every Sunday. We have to go to midnight mass, blah, 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 blah. Like on the scale of zero to 10, where, like, where is the, where do you peak? You're like, I cannot go further than this. So I'm dating a zero. Wait, go ahead, Jacob. I have a question about midnight mass. Wait, 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 can I, can you just answer this? So I'm dating a zero. So Jacob does, Jacob does, I'm probably, well, I don't know if Jacob's parents listen to this podcast, but Jacob does some religious practices, mostly with his parents. Jacob doesn't like light the Hanukkah candles by himself, Rose but he does it. Is. But he does it with his family on Zoom and stuff. And so, I'm currently dating a zero on this scale that you have. And if it was like a, I mean, I don't know what a one is, and maybe a one, possibly a two, 
possibly a two. Anything above a two, I can't date. My family, my family is like, I would say my mom's like a seven. Like she doesn't go to church, but she really believes in God. And like, like maybe an eight even. Like, like, like if someone like if if my uncle has to like leave to go drive back to LaGrange from Atlanta, then the family will gather around and pray over him. <laughs> you couldn't do that. I, I I'm there, but like they all be bowing their heads. I'd be like, <laughs> Wait, shit, lame as hell. But um, but yeah, I mean, like if 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 I was dating someone who wanted to pray over someone before they drove away, t- before they drove like 45 minutes down the road, I'd be like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. No, not interested. Not interested. Got it. Because what if we get a dog? You gonna try to you gonna try to make our dog religious? Just <laughs> <laughs> like i also couldn't i mean i don't think i want to have kids but like imagining raising children to be religious to me honestly legit this may be dramatic but it feels like a form of child abuse honestly raising a child to be religious legit to me feels like a form of child abuse i think there are levels to that i think there is a threshold where it can become abuse where it looks like crazy but i think raising your child with some type of religion i don't think that's abusive i think there is a a line it crosses where it could feel like abuse yes but i don't think inherently it is abusive i said what i said okay jacob what was your question about so midnight mass people just like go to church at midnight Okay, I, I'm not Catholic. Catholic. I, 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 we don't uh, in in the churches I grew up like AME. I went to and like Pentecostal and stuff. We don't have midnight mass. We just have like watch night service. So we have like Christmas like service on Christmas Eve, but not like a. I think midnight mass is Catholic. It's a very Catholic thing, right? Yeah, we, we could we should have asked uh, Peaches Christ when she was here. What is midnight is she, mass? Is she Catholic? She grew up Catholic. That's why her name is Peaches Christ. Um, oh. Summary: Midnight Mass explores the intersection. Should I call of, him oh. Mateo, or can someone else call him Mateo? Because I have bad. I I'm traveling, so I have my nice mic. Wait, what is this? Midnight Mass explores the intersection of horror and faith, de- delving into what the hell is no, this? No, you're watching that. That's that TV series. I'm so done. Oh, I was like Jesus. <laughs> Midnight Mass. In many Western Christian trend traditions, Midnight Mass is the first liturgy of Christmas time that is celebrated on the night of Christmas Eve, traditionally beginning at midnight. Oh, it was once a year. Yeah, when Christmas Eve gives away. Okay, gives I'm here with Mateo. Um, we have a question about midnight mass. Okay. So you okay. go to church at like midnight? Yeah. And then like you go home after an hour and you go to sleep and then your children are up at like six in the morning wanting presents? Um. Yeah, I had to be honest with you. I haven't been to midnight mass since I was like, I don't know, six or something. I think, yeah, I think you do. That is wild. <laughs> Why? I just think it's it's like going going to church at midnight and then like going home and then everyone wake up really early for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, when has Catholicism ever been not weird? You know, tea. Too sure. All right, thank, thank, thank you, you. thank you, Mateo. Thank you so much. Oh, that's thank it. You, I just thank you, Bob. That's all. <laughs> and I love you as well. Oh, so oh, oh, you heard Bob the drag queen? Nigga, you don't hear me on this motherfucking phone call too? What is that? What is that? Well, is Bob's the only one that spoke up, Monet. You hideously ignored me. I thank not. you. I love you. <laughs> Where are you guys for? What? Are you, how are you guys spending the holidays? Um, Bob is gonna come over. 
to my house. Potato, where are you for Christmas? You and your husband. I'll go. I'll go. We're we're gonna do gay shit and then open presents. That's it. Oh, it, we love that. This is your first Christmas as a married woman. Congratulations. We can't keep that. We goes can't wild. keep that. Goes we wild. We can't. This is wild. I love you. <laughs> I love you, Mateo. It, it is. Bye. All right. Love you, Mateo. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Bye. Bob, why do you hate uh, Italians? We can't. We cannot. That 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 was not auditorily pleasing. By the way, I just read a Reddit article about me that was really upsetting, and I was like, "What? What was the article? I don't even know how to respond to this." What was the article? It was a it was a post that said, "I can't watch Bob's content anymore." And this oh, it God. says. It's not what you probably think it's going to be. So basically, I genuinely can't watch anything with Bob in it anymore because she keeps kind of sucking up her snot with her nose, and it's become really appalling to me. I really love her humor and personality. I would love to be able to listen to Sibling Robbery, but she keeps doing that every few seconds or so, and I literally just can't. There's no hate to her. I just, I'm just i just curious if I'm the only one. And it's like 175 comments being like, yeah. And I'm like, guys, I literally can't help it i don't know what you want me to tell you like i'm not and sometimes like i think he's doing it on purpose he's doing it to punctuate his jokes i'm like i'm really not (laughs) okay i'm literally just trying to breathe let's all i'm trying to do is keep breathing and stay alive let's focus on the good things they think you're very funny they love your content they think they love everything you do so let's focus on the positive of this message i'm gonna what, what that's what i'm gonna extrapolate from that post and uh, I don't need no toxic positivity in my life. What? I, said, I don't need no toxic positivity in my life. Um, it just, I was just like, and there were so many people like, it's disgusting. Revol-. I'm like, okay, maybe it is. But guys, I literally cannot, like, I literally can't help it. I don't know what you want me to do. Like, what? Well, is this kind of thing? Can a, can, a, can, a, can a doctor fix it? I think I have a deviated septum. So I think you have to get your septum undeviated. I don't want to go get surgery. Like, I don't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't feel uncomfortable. This has been how, this is how I have been my entire life. So I don't have any, like, uh, discomfort with uh, the way that I sound or the way that I speak or the way that I, I don't have any discomfort. Apparently, apparently at least 175 people are like, well, it's actually got uh, 695 upvotes. I was like, this is wild. Okay. It, I don't know how Reddit works. Is that, is that a lot? Uh, it's it's pretty average. I mean, like if you if you go on the RuPaul's Drag Race Reddit and you look at the most upvoted thing of all time, it's probably going to pale in comparison to that. You know what I mean? Um, like the most upvoted thing of all time on the RuPaul's Drag Race Reddit has twenty three thousand upvotes. You're freezing a lot, Ruby. Damn, don't drag me. Damn, drag me. Oh my god, well, the number one uh. The number one upvoted thing on Reddit is from Bob the Drag- from RuPaul Drag Race is is is, a, is one of my tweets. That's funny. I just I just re- I just now realized that it has twenty three thousand upvotes. What tweet? It's a tweet that said, "I don't think I'll ever be able to forgive America for what we did to Bernie Sanders." That was a tweet. Oh, that was back when you were, you were in your um Bernie or bust uh era. I was never Bernie or bust. Oh, your Bernie bro. Let's era. make that abundantly clear. I was your Bernie, never Bernie or Bust. Your Bernie bro era. That was real. You were Bernie bro. Okay, I'll, I will take Bernie bro, but I was never Bernie or Bust. This I want to make true. that abundantly clear. This is true. That was, that was you're, you're right. You're right. And, and to all of you. Oh, my God. Yeah, great. Just double down. 
Double down on my body? Yes, I will double down on uh, my body. You're also, right. I feel like um, people ask why we don't edit out the things of podcast, like edit out the sounds from podcasts, and it just happens a lot, and it, it makes it like weird jump, especially for the video episodes. And also just like it's a lot to ask our editors to like consistently edit out edit, at every level. So it's, you know, it's part of the the audio landscape of our podcast. And um, audio it, it's what makes us lovable. Jacob, it brings feel- personality to sibling rivalry. Jacob, how do you feel living with someone who is constantly uh, sniffling? You know, it doesn't bother me. It's honestly never bothered me. And I think it doesn't bother a majority of our podcast listeners. Okay, do you want to ask me? Does Andy uh, sniffle you, don't with, you don't live with the person. Yeah, does Andy sniffle? No, I mean, but... but Having being best friends with someone that sniffles a lot. You want to ask me how I feel? Kamika sniffles. <laughs> what is it like when they being friends with someone who sniffles a lot? You know, it's something I've had to work through. Something that's been hard for me, but it's getting better. And I think I'm going to choose to be optimistic about the situation. And um, that's how I feel. You know, I used to, Monet used to do this where she would plug her ear and make this weird noise. Oh, no. While, like, scratching. Yeah. So let's let's let that be our lasting thought. I can't with this frozen <laughs> shit. Yeah, Bob, you keep on freezing. I'm so sorry. Oh, I don't know. But... All right. All right. Well, goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. You've been, you've been <laughs> Not coming out tonight. Yeah, Sandman. Let's go. <laughs>like to look five years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.